Watch podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch podcast, we will be discussing an article from the September issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled, Forge Testing Can Save Dollars. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by the author, Steve Niemeyer, who's an Extension Educator based in Burwell, Nebraska. Thanks for joining me today, Steve. Hey, thanks, Aaron, for doing this. Steve, I thought this article was really timely as this is a time of year when often a lot of the hay has been put up or we're starting to wrap that up. And one of the things that's really important, I think, for producers to think about this time of year, if they haven't already done so, is getting an analysis on their hay and really understanding what they have. And that really was the focus of the article that you wrote. And explain to us why you'd want to test hay. Well, there's a, a different ways of doing it, I guess. But nowadays, it's the probe and putting your hay and taking samples. And as the times over the years and stuff, as cow-calf producers strive, strive to reduce feed costs, uh, finding different avenues to increase grazing day, you know, many many will still have to use harvest hay forages in their year-round feeding program. Sampling and testing forages for quality can make uh, design a feeding program easier with ration balancing and things like that if you do that. And part of it, why we're doing this, you know, for the testing is the nutrient concentration can vary uh, considerably in different feeds, especially forages. Just for an example, protein in alfalfa hay can range from 10 to 25% protein on a dry matter basis, and grass hay can, can contain between 4 and 18%. So the book values that you would use may not be quite as accurate all the time. It's a guide, but the best way of doing ration balancing would be to get your exact figures. Steve, how do you go about getting a sample? Uh, what's the process that you should work through in doing that to make sure you get an accurate representation of what you have? Well, there's a couple things. You know, first of all, a lot of people don't own the probe. The, a lot of the extension offices in the state of Nebraska have probes for you to uh, rent out or borrow and stuff. So that's probably the first thing. Uh, the next thing, most of the time, you know, the forage quality as it matures is harder because the plant matures and stuff like that. So fiber is less digestible on plants that are a little bit more uh, later on in uh, maturity. So that's one thing. Getting a representative sample, packaging is properly for transport, knowing what to test for, and the understanding of the numbers are very critical. So basically the SAM process, you would like to have one lot of forages consist of harvest from the field. And some of the or areas that you should be thinking about is the type of plant, soil type, cutting date, uh, maturity, and variety. Probably should wait between 17 and 21 days after baling to take in samples. So that kind of gives a little idea of what you need to get started. Once we get that information back from the lab that we've had, do our testing, what do we do with that and how do we use that to make decisions? We have some good guys with the university that can do some ration balancings and stuff for us, but also your feed nutritionists and stuff like that do a lot of uh, the ration balancing from your uh, feeds. So the most important things to test for basically would make sure you get the moisture content, energy value, and protein value. So we have a good extension NEB guide on sampling feeds for analysis. 
and to help you if you need to. But mainly the the uh, results would come uh, direct to you, and you'll get your uh, moisture content, dry matter, uh, crude protein. You can also get heat damage protein, then the TDN estimate. That would be your energy. And then you also get your uh, phosphorus, calcium figures and stuff. And this would be on a dry matter basis or a wet matter basis. So you got to remember where you're at when you're starting to plug figures into your computer for evaluations. Anything else, Steve, you'd like folks to know about this topic as we point towards wrapping this up? Well, you're, you're, we're trying to do this to save money, you know, and trying to help feed costs and stuff. If you do some testing and you'd like to be able to keep your uh, good feed for the calves, for late gestation, and feed the poor quality hay, you know, for some other early gestation or dry cows or something like that. Uh, and the other aspect is if you have plenty of hay left over, a hay test can be very valuable trying to sell your hay. Well, thanks again for joining me today, Steve. Thanks for doing this. Well, for more information on the topic that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I'd encourage you to visit the beef.unl.ed website. There are a number of resources on the website related to this topic.